Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train! Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, 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 it's a beautiful Saturday morning here in southeastern Wisconsin, and we're in the back. What's that? You can't hear me? Uh, what's the matter? Keep going? No? Oh, okay. It's a beautiful Saturday morning here in southeastern Wisconsin, like I was saying. And this is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. Nick Bodie, the lord of the board. I stole that line, by the way, from another radio station. The lord of the board, Nick Bodie, is here. He's back again. And, oh, there we go. Now you got us uh, cooking. All right. So everything anyway. you just got done saying, nobody no, that, heard? No, everybody. everything I said, everybody heard, right? Uh, he don't We're know. We're not sure. Well, anyway, this is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer, And the Lord of the Board is Nick Bodie. And like I said, I stole, no, I got that. I stole that I line. think it should be Bodie on the board. Bodie on the board, Lord of Bodie the Board. Bodie on the board. I like Lord of we the Board. We got Bodie on board. Yeah. And you can contact us, uh, 414-799-1250, that's 799-1250, or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. And, oh, Danny, I just got to tell you real quick, I see you brought uh, one of your st- former students in, Joe. Yeah, we got Joe Hi, Brown. Joe. Yeah. yeah, he's here on spring break here. We'll have to get him a mic. Summer break, I mean, Summer whatever. Break. I can't keep them straight, these college students. Uh, just wanted to remind everybody that next week on the two, on the twentieth, we're gonna be having uh, uh, two guests on at the same time. By the way, Nick, we're gonna have two on at the same time. They're gonna call and you gotta do that. So inter- he's got to do all the. Yeah. he's got to do all that technical stuff. Exactly. That yeah. Producers do. Yeah, Ben Leskowski and Oren Meyer. They're running the Ojibwa Ojibwa Bow Hunters Youth Day. It's free. And it's for all youths. You just got to be accompanied by uh, an adult. And uh, they they have activities that are like uh, archery, casting, BB and laser gallery, tug of war, picnic games, face painting, T-shirt making, others. There's clinics on archery, fishing, turkey calling, nature walks, animal DNR safety, dog training. There's all kinds of drawings for a bunch of different prizes. It's sponsored by a whole list of uh, pe- you know businesses, and it's free. To, to the youths, and uh, so they're going to be in next week talking about it, and the Ojibwa Bowhunters Free Youth Day is going to be on July 27th. 
Okay. So, but they're going to come in next week, Danny, and explain it all to us. So, and that's going to be at seven o three, a.m. Seven o three. Why not seven o two or seven o four? What it what, could be. I just told them to call at seven o three, seven o three, or seven o five. Don't you just round it to seven o'clock, dude? Well, then they'd have to wait through an update yeah, and they, stuff like that. So. Yeah, but we got great updates and stuff. So, well, anyway, they 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 will be on next week. Okay, so, so that's next yeah. week. So, yeah. okay, what do we got going this week? I don't know. Tom, We're, I don't what know. did we talk about in our? <laughs> oh, Danny, I did do something last week that we talked about last week. What's that? I, and I'm not. Don't ask me what lake I went to, but I went to another one of those small lakes, uh, less than 300 acres. You know, they're dotted all over the place. And uh, my two older boys and me went to one of these small lakes, and uh, we uh, remember how we were talking about the frogs using frogs. Yes. Well, I I said, you know what? I haven't used a frog in a long time. I'm taking it with me. And after we launched the boat, I'm standing. Uh, you know, my one son is holding the boat next to the dock. I'm standing in the boat. I decided to make a cast just along the shoreline right by the boat launch with my frog. Caught a fish right away. Right off the <laughs> yeah, bat? Right off the bat. So the thing is, is that, and then I used it during the day and caught some fish, lost some fish. You know, frogs, you don't get 100% hookups. Right. But here's the interesting thing. Now, I'm going out tomorrow, okay, and... I'm looking in my, I, I got a plethora, if you will, of different lures and stuff, plastics. I got all this stuff, right? And I'm going through some boxes, and I thought, I, I got to look for a, a different color frog. I, I was using a chartreuse one. And then I found these frogs that I forgot all about. Now, normally, most frogs have got that double hook method, you know, yeah. where the two hooks sit Come right up, up around the bot, top of the body. Yeah, and they just right, right next to it. Well, this is like... You look at a spoon and just cover the top of the spoon flat, okay, and make it out of plastic or rubber and make it flat on top and one hook coming out of the back with a weed guard in front of it. And it's a, you know, a small frog. And then it's got like a, a a plastic trailer keeper coming off that one hook that you can stick on a twin, t uh, uh, what do you call it, a twister tail. A twin curly tail for the legs. So you're saying it's kind of like, is it like a Johnson Silver Minnow with yeah, the kinda, hook kind of going yeah, up it's turned, like that. except it's a plastic body and it's a frog? Yeah, exactly. And and it's got some weight to it because it's solid, so you know. are, are those rubber. supposed to be better for hooking percentages? Well, or? from what I remember, I hooked more fish on those uh, because the two hooks weren't sitting right up against that frog body like they right. usually are. Which you suggest I was bending those Bend out them a out little a bit. little bit, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, I'm gonna be using those tomorrow. Um, so we got you on the frog kick. Yeah, there. got me on the. And you know what? Okay, we caught a lot more fish. We we were out for about four to five hours. We caught about forty bass, at least forty. We stopped counting, man. I'll tell you, we caught so many. Oh, so no Nick, wonder you're Nick, being real secretive yeah. here about the, trying those lake. little lakes we talked yeah. about. And then my son uh, Nick, he caught the two largest. He caught a 19 and a half inch bass and a 21 and a half inch bass. Wow. So he caught the two biggest. Uh there was a slot size, so everything between 14 and 18 had to go back and we caught quite a few of those and a lot of little ones under, you know, the 14. Right. So but we caught all different sizes and mostly caught them on wacky style worms and it didn't matter what color they were it or what matter. brand? Just well, the wacky. Yeah, didn't matter what color, what brand, and uh, 
But now, but my son Nick, he was now we we were in like maybe three and a half, four feet of water with weeds. Wherever you could find weeds, we found fish. And the funny thing was is that he's got. You ever see a a plastic worm hook? You know how they're real big, wide gapped, right. and all that. It was an offset plastic worm hook, but it came with a, a, a weight on the front of it. I think owner makes some little football weight on the front. And I said, Nick, why why do you have that on? We're only in like three and a half, four feet of water. Why do you have a weight on it? And he says, well, that's just what was on my rod. And I'm thinking, well, he's not going to catch many fish. He caught the biggest ones, and he caught just as many as everybody else. It was sinking right down in the weeds. And... So I got one rod rigged up with that too, just in case. <laughs> you know that's that's interesting, and with wacky rigging, right? Yeah. So he had the yeah, weight up yeah. in front, and and then. Well, well yeah, and 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 well, how far the, was the weight from the from the hook? Then? It's right. It's right. Uh, or is it on, a weighted rack wacky hook? You're saying it's, a, it's not a weighted wacky hook. It's a weighted Texas rig plastic worm hook. Okay. So it, it's not even supposed to be used for wacky rigging. Shouldn't so even be it's used for it. Sliding right in front of it, basically. Yeah, then, the, like the, Texas rig. Yeah, but the 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 weight is actually right on the hook. It's right by the eye of the hook. And now sliding on the line, though. No, right? no, 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 no. It's it's right on the hook. It, okay. the, you know, there's a lot of them. Uh, Charlie Brewer slider heads. A uh, lot of lot of companies make the oh, weighted plastic worm hooks. I, I think I have a couple. Yeah, of those. it's kind of like uh, also like if you ever saw uh, uh, um, oh. Um, Oh, oh! I can't think of the name of it. But anyway, but anyway, but anyway, he's using that for wacky rigging. Yeah, that hook just because it was on his line. But I and, think you're onto something but, because getting down through those weeds because <laughs> if those fish are hunkered down in that stuff, if they're down in there, but they really weren't because we were catching them with the unweighted hooks too. We were okay. catching both. But I have used weighted ones for that. Uh, uh, you know, if I'm working a, a deep weed line edge, right? A lot of times I'll just take a split shot and hook, clip it on the line right in front of the hook, and that'll take it down. You know, I mean, you can just put a split shot on. VMC makes a wacky weighted hook. Okay, I, I have a couple, but I don't like the hooks on those. The no. weights are fine, but I don't like the hooks. The hooks I feel are too small. They're not wide enough gap in that. I've got a couple. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think I mentioned to you how. I, for years, I've been using uh, this one. Uh, it, it's a VMC wacky worm hook. It's a short shank, wide gap. And yeah, I catch a lot of fish on it, but I miss fish every now and then. You know, I set the hook and they get off, you know, and, and it was kind of driving me nuts for a while. But anyway, last week, I decided to try a different hook, which I've been thinking about for a while. It was a kale hook. Remember we said, we, is it Kaylee or kale? Because there's an E at the end of it. Right, right, right. K A H L, yeah, K A H L E, yeah. But I think it's called kale. Anyway, I put one of those on. Never missed a fish. So, but I was using a big one, uh, three aught or four aught. I, was, I like using bigger hooks because you know, Danny, I only catch big fish. Right, right. <laughs> but anyway, but I never missed a fish on it. So I'm very happy using that kale hook right now. But uh, the, and then the pop R, we use the pop R a lot, and. Uh, that was great too. So that's like the little—it's uh, just a little topwater bait. Topwater, that, similar to a hula popper, or yeah, it, it's it, just a small little a, little cup face on yeah, it. And you just cup face, and it just goes, bloop, bloop, you know, kind of like that, and it squirts water out, you know, and it makes a noise. But I used to use the old hula popper, yeah, and I used to yeah, give it a jerk, and right. it was cool the noise yeah, that it, that it yeah. would make. 
One thing on the frogs, though, that when I pulled out this uh, frog named by, it's made by Spro, S-P-R-O, the 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 legs on it, which are like just mylar skirts, okay, double right. legs, they were way too long. I had to cut off about an inch of them. <laughs> they were way too long, you know, so I cut off about an inch of those. How about the jitterbug? Have you ever used Yeah, I used to use that a lot. I haven't used it in years, but I... I used to use it a lot, especially at night, especially at night. I think everybody has an old semi-rusty jitterbug sure. sitting in the top of a yeah. tackle box in a garage yeah. somewhere. I haven't thrown a jitterbug in I know, 50 me too. years. I know. And, you know, they make a lot of noise. They make a lot of action. I mean, I mean, it's a great bait. Don't They make a musky size, too. So now, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and now what you need to do is go out next week and throw, throw on a jitterbug for the heck of it. I should do that. So you can come back and tell me that you got I, a five-pounder on a jitterbug. I should do that. Yeah, I should do that next week. And Oh, and using the regular frog with the two hooks coming over the back end, you know. And, I, yeah, I, I bent them out a little bit. You still had to wait. You know, when you got that hit, a couple times I set the hook too soon and missed the fish. You know, it's... You just got to wait that second or two. I don't know. It's kind of a a feel. Yeah. Um, I know wacky rigging, for example. You'll cast out and you might feel a tap, tap, Mm -hmm. and the line moves a little, and you just got to, I don't know, sometimes you kind of just, you don't always rush it, but you just kind of take in a slack and... Sometimes you're hook. not sure. Sometimes you're not yeah. sure. Was and that a you, weed? Was the, that a, a weed? fish? Yeah, and you, and, you, and you wind up and get tight on it yeah. and, and lift, and all, it, the fish is there. Yeah, yeah. So, But it does get, you know, so that bass, that finesse fishing for bass, you can see why so many people enjoy doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it was, I mean, like I said, the majority of our fish were caught on a wacky-style worm, you know, so. But, you know, it was great, and uh, so tomorrow, going to go again. Oh, and you know the gut report today is about fish tacos, right? Because you right. said we got to right. do fish tacos, okay? And so I kept uh, just a couple of small fish, and I made fish on Sunday when I got home. Made the fish fresh, right? And there were uh, some left, a couple pieces that were left over. So on Monday, guess what I made? Fish tacos. Fish tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, we got a lot more coming up, folks, to the show. 799-1250 is the phone number. If you're hearing us okay, I just got to do this. If you're hearing us good, call us at 799-1250. Tell us, yes, you're on the air. Because we've been having a few technical difficulties at the station. But Oh, come on. If they say, yeah, you're on the air, we love. Oh, okay. Give Nick Bodie a little love. Tell tell Nick, yeah, we like you, Nick. We like what you're doing. (laughs) All right, folks. We'll be right back with more of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors right here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, thanks for joining us this morning, folks. We do appreciate it. 799-1250 is the phone number. Got any questions, comments, uh, Got a, I'm going to brag about a big fish you caught. We always like hearing about big fish caught. You know, that's always a good. Uh, so, Danny. Um, yeah. I, I was just thinking about stuff that we talked about last week. That that cut that you put together about me touching Danny's trigger. God, that was so. F- Joe, you want to hear something funny? I would like you got a pair of headsets over there? 
We got to get Joe. We got to get Joe some headsets. Hold on, I'll get him I can set play up. it for him during I'll, the commercial. I'll, I'll, oh, get, him, I'll get him set up. Here, we got him right here. Here you go, Danny. Okay. Nothing like. That's right. You're a college student. You know how to plug well, something in, right, buddy? Yeah, put it in there. Wrong hole. Oh. Yeah, the, the small hole. There we go. There we go. This is now tell us it, and then there's a little button, a little dial, so a silver dial that'll for loudness. So put them on. Tell us if you can hear us. Okay, can you hear anything coming out of there? Okay, you might have to. Oh, you can hear it now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Adjust it any way you want, all right? Oh, he don't want to talk. <laughs> but you can hear it, right? Okay. Okay, Nick, you want to play him that cut? Okay, listen to this, Joe. Tell us what you think. Last week on the Cutting Edge Outdoors show, things got intimate between Bushy and Tom. Don't touch it. Don't play with it. Don't <laughs> touch my thing there. <laughs> Let me play with it. No, it's not to be tinkered with. Can I put my finger no, in there? No, don't touch nothing. <laughs> Don't mess with it. Bushy getting mad at me for touching his trigger. Any of you touch me or my stuff, I'll kill you. Can I touch these? Can I touch them? Touch it. Sure, pull them out. Fondle them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Four and a half years of broadcasting school for that, guys. Yep. And and we were actually talking about a... New trigger that Bushy bought for his B, 1022. The BX22 Ruger trigger. Well, I couldn't understand. Why do you got to start pushing? Here we you, go again. You're just supposed to read the outside of the package. Oh. It's not for you to start grabbing stuff and like, messing with it. I like playing with it. It's in the package. What's the What's the point? Well, it pushed but this. It it's not all, even installed. It, it said try here. No, it and then it, yeah, you pull the trigger, and then on top it said reset up on the top. No, reset. try there once it's installed. No, you don't it, try no, it. No, yeah, no, it's not yeah, a kid's yeah. toy that they try it in the store. <laughs> yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. It's not a kid's toy, but yeah, you can. Yeah, try why would it. they do? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna look at the package. <laughs> yeah, again look at and... you. Look at the package, because it says on the top it says reset here. Just didn't want you messing <laughs> with my stuff. Before I even got installed, it cost me 60 oh, bucks for that thing. Yeah, I know. Which is $59 more than you'd pay for. Damn, darn right. My, my 1022 comes with a trigger. Yeah, but it, <laughs> the trigger sucks. It's got a bad trigger pull. I don't know. Just because I can't hit anything with it doesn't mean it's a bad trigger Cause it's, pull. Because it's a six-pound trigger pull. you got to have an accurate trigger pull. Oh, the trigger's I mean, got to be accurate. accurate. I mean, you I, need I know to what have you mean. I know what a you light mean. crisp. And those Ruger 1022s, like when I'm put, putting the crosshairs, I'm out in the squirrel woods and the wily fox squirrels up in the tree. You know, I've got the crosshairs on its head. And I'm squeezing, squeezing, yeah. squeezing. And all of a sudden, the trigger's not going. It's not breaking. It's not breaking. All of a sudden, I'm shaking a little bit. And all of a sudden, I'm like... I can't, I got to kind of regroup, take another breath and try and zero in because that trigger just doesn't. So now once I get that uh, special trigger on the Ruger, which I recommend for all Ruger 1022 owners out there, buy that. uh, It's it's a Ruger part for gosh sake. And some of the, like Timney triggers, you can get aftermarket triggers, Tom. It costs you a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, expensive. this Ruger BX trigger, like I said, like 60 bucks or whatever it was. And it'll break supposedly at like two and a half, three pounds. So squirrels right now throughout Wisconsin 
They better watch out. They're, they're right now they're shaking. They're shaking in their trees because they're nervous that uh, the deadly Danny will be out there with his Ruger 1022 sending a 40 grain, what kind of Winchester, what kind of 22, whatever I have, directly towards their noggin, high, perched high above the treetops. Yeah, what, Danny, what I'm, uh, what I'm trying to do is I want to get a hold of Jason Woda. Is it Wuda or Woda? I can never keep it straight. Uh, yeah. W-O-D-A. He's right. at Real Sensations Charters. Right. I want to hopefully get him on the air and tell us about how Lake Michigan is doing. But uh, my, let's see now, one of my sons, his sister-in-law, for her son's birthday, she hired Jason Woda. This is, uh, oh, probably three weeks to a month ago, mm-hmm. and hired him. And uh, so my son Nick went along, the father-in-law went along, a couple of kids, another brother-in-law, you know, a bunch of them went. On, I guess you can bring like six people on the trip. And they went out with Jason, and, and Nick said Jason was a very cool guy, very nice guy. Yeah, he was, he was all right. He's yeah. got a great Yeah, and they, great caught, and they caught fish. Great they, boy. They caught fish. Is he on the line? Let's, let's get him on. We have right now J- Captain Jason Woda. Good morning, Jason. Morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. And I know you're probably out on the water right now, right? Yeah, and we are in. We're at the Flemish Cap this morning, so I got fairly sketchy cell service. So all right, all right. <laughs> um, now, so you took out uh, my son, his sister-in-law, a bunch of his in-laws, and their and his uh, nephew, right? That was a uh, couple. Uh, that was what three weeks, month ago. Uh, a month ago. Yeah. I would think that right yeah. around there. Yeah. Yeah, and they they recommend your services highly. You caught a lot of fish. Wonderful. He said you were a good good guy, good captain, and they had a great time. And nobody got sick. <laughs> no, I, I, I fool a lot of people about the good guy thing. That's all. Oh. He fell for it, too. So what? Um, is, so but, what is, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was no, going to ask you, what's sorry. going on on, uh, on Lake Michigan right now? Well, we, we have a pretty decent offshore bite. So we're talking 240 to 300 foot. Uh, quite a few rainbows, quite a few cohos. We're we're low on kings this year. It's supposed to be our toughest year for kings, but we're we're managing. Yeah. So, uh, if this is bushy here, Jason, um, if you're yeah. out, out out way out there, are you guys fishing the upper water column for those uh, steelhead? Then. Correct. I do not have a rod this morning set deeper than fifty feet. That's what I thought. That you go on out there, yeah. and is it just that they tend to be in the warmer water? Then is that it? They don't really. Well, or is the water cool? It's you're looking for out here is is there's going to be a temperature a temperature break at some point, and it kind of moves in and out on a daily basis. Sometimes it'll sneak into 200. Sometimes it'll push out to 300. So you got to cover a lot of water. So you crank up your speed until you kind of find that temperature break. Um, you know, once you find that break, and, and it might not be on the surface, it might be down 15, 20 feet. Uh, but once you find that break, usually everything on the outside of that break is head and coals at this time of year and those are good eating fish what the heck phenomenal <laughs> yeah. phenomenal eating fish so yeah. basically are, are, they, are they in the warmer water or the cooler water or are they right where where are they ex- well they'll they'll sit on that break now now when you get a where the change is basically break, where you get the change um what that'll do is it'll actually collect a lot of nutrients that are in the water so it'll 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 trap the the plankton and all the lowest end of the food chain and of course Little fish, the bait fish, alewives, will follow that break. But that current break will also attract bugs, which steelhead eat a lot of. So 
wherever there's a, a current difference in in the old days they used to call it a scum line right and, oh yeah and, and and when you find that it traps a bunch of stuff and that's why you called it a scum line because it was a noticeable surface difference and yeah. when it traps a lot of stuff it offers a lot of food so when you're trying to find that temperature break is that something that you're using your uh, locator to see or you got a gauge that you have run up and down on the downrigger or how do you find it and be precise both both like right now there's no surface break at all so you could run around out here and look for that break and i'm sure if you got out 30 miles it'd eventually happen on the surface right um but what we're fishing today and what we've been fishing the last two weeks is there's a break down about 20 feet and and when you set in shallow down 20 feet on the downrigger, it might be 60 degrees. And then you get out to, in, you know, to your next depth range. You know, if you're setting 200, you get out to 230, and then all of a sudden it's in the 50s. That's kind of where your break is, where that cold water comes up and starts to upwell. Gotcha. And, so and they'll sit, they'll sit in the cold, and then they'll feed on the surface, and then go back to the cold. And what, what are, kinda, I was going to ask you, what are your most popular lures that you're using? It's all spoons out here right now. All spoons. Anything, yeah, anything that has orange on it seems to be very key right now. Um, and we're still using some coho, some coho setups, some orange Dodgers and and peanut flies and stuff like that. Yeah, so me, I, yeah. kind of smattering of everything. Let me right. ask you because uh, sometimes I know you use the downriggers, and of course, some you know there's the, the dipsy type things, but. Uh, I think you've told me years ago that sometimes lead core, for some reason, seems to work better. Uh, any prep? Uh, or does it not yeah. matter for those steelheads? No, it, it, it definitely matters. Um, because they're feeding on the surface, obviously they're going to be a little more spooky. So that's, that's where your lead core comes really into play and in getting them wide away from the boat, uh, away from the prop, away from your downriggers, away from everything that's right behind the boat. The, I'm standing on the back of the boat now and looking back there, I probably have – 100 yards spread, and well, maybe 200 yards spread between my two furthest away boards. So you're wow. you're covering a wide <laughs> swath. Wow. Well, Jason, what's what's the phone number website that people get in, can get in touch with you? Uh, the website's uh, www.reelsensation.com, uh, or give me a call 414-384-8096. Realsensation.com. Captain Paul Woda. Paul. Paul? Yes. Did I say it wrong? Paul. Jason. Jason Wolf. You know, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm looking at Thomas. Uh, I'm know, looking at Mahalik's name. <laughs> you know, he's, he's only, only my mom uses my middle name. Oh, really? He's got, uh, <laughs> I got to tell a story about that after we come Dementia back. Dementia setting in at an early age for Tom. You got any interest yeah. in being a co host yeah. down the road here? Because this Jay. guy will be babbling. <laughs> He'll be babbling in yeah. a nursing home. Yeah. It'll just be me. Jason Woda, yes. real sensation. Thank you very right, much, take Jason. Take care, Jason. Have a good one, guys. Okay, bye now. And now we got to go to a break. Coming up next is the Gut Report. Stay tuned right here on 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. We'll be right back. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Well, last week, Bushy says I got to do fish tacos this week. And, you know, the funny thing was, last week, Sunday, I brought home some fish cooked them up, and on Monday, I had a few fillets left. Guess what I made? Fish tacos. You betcha. Now, how can you make a fish taco? Well, first of all, cook your fish any way you want to cook them. Okay, fry them, bake them, brown butter them. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. And now there's a couple different ways you can do it. You can put cilantro 
lime juice, pickled onions, and an avocado. Oh, excellent. Wonderful, if you like that kind of stuff. And, of course, don't forget the jalapenos if you like it a little spicy. Now, there's another way to go about it, too. You can take the fish in the, in the taco and add salsa and uh, 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 avocados to it. You don't always have to put the the cilantro and the lime juice and whatever if you don't want. So you can you know you can make those fish tacos any way you like with a lot of different stuff. But the way I like it is with the cilantro, lime juice, pickled onions, and avocado and jalapenos. The gut report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price, selection, and service at at 51st in Oklahoma and Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. So this is the uh, this is the uh, little addition to the gut report there. Oh. Here we go. Being as you've talked fish tacos, I'm going to give you my venison taco tips here, free of charge. So if you want to have great uh, venison tacos, okay, mm-hmm. I get my burger ground up and I don't mix it with any, any beef or pork, okay? right? just pure venison. And what you do is you brown the meat with the cover on the frying pan okay, mm-hmm. and keep it nice and moist. okay, mm-hmm. And then you do not drain the meat at all. Oh, there's hardly nothing to drain. Right. Yeah. So it's all nice and, uh, uh, nice and you know, moist. And I like to use the, uh, which one, the L whatever type, El Paso? I don't know. what The, the powder stuff. You take the powder. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. The, the taco seasoning taco mix. Taco seasoning mix. Yeah. Put that and mix right? it up. Yeah, and, mix that up in there. Yep. And then as far as your taco shells, here's the tip of the week. Uh-oh. Don't get regular taco shells, dude. Get the, uh, the bold. Get the b-o-l-d they're the bold taco i think it's yeah. i don't know ortego el paso whatever they got yeah. it's in the yellow box at your local pick and save yeah. and get the bold shells in fact you can get the just 10 bold shells for like 2.99 and buy the packet thing separate or you can buy the whole kit mm-hmm. and some stores don't have it but those bold shells what makes are, them different they're they're instead of like a plain old taco shell they're more like yeah. a dorito they they they've got seasoning oh, on them oh they're seasoning in the shell yeah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. you put those okay. you you put the meat in there and man you you don't even need the cheese in the onions and lettuce and tomato they're delicious. Yeah. I'll go through a whole pound of burger on those yeah. shells. And the shells, you just got to put them in the microwave for like 30 sure. seconds. You nuke them, and then that makes them nice and pliable. A little pliable, And even yeah. if you don't eat them right away, you put them in the fridge, and that yeah. lets the grease from the tacos sink more into the shell. <laughs> They're even better later yeah, if you yeah. warm them up out of the refrigerator. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, you'll want to shoot more deer yeah. When you start enjoying those tacos, because that exactly. and and you know a lot of people use the burger for chili, sure. Uh, sloppy Joe's, I always you know I, you know Joe here remembers I made Sloppy Joe's over at Ronald Reagan there. I'd make about a hundred of them. I'd bring them in, in a big <laughs> giant thing, and I'd get offer them to my classes. The kids all liked them, and then after the kids had had their fill, I'd send a general email out to all the teachers and. Boy, whatever's left. <laughs> there'd be a stampede. There'd be a stampede yeah, to my yeah. room. Yeah, people uh, should try uh, grinding their venison and then making or having it ground for them. Uh, I, I've got actually, I'm fortunate to have uh, an electric grinder. 
so I can grind it myself, you know. Did you ever use a hand grind, you know, hand manual manual one? Maybe a long, long time ago. I kind of forget. I processed the deer with my friend Jerry Worley years ago, and he has an old hand grind, grinder. Mm-hmm. And he was in the garage just using that. Grinding away. And yeah. it, it worked. Oh, it works, yeah. The electric ones are so nice there. They're, they're so easy. How about as far as cleaning it, though? Is it hard to clean no. those things? Piece of cake. Yeah. Really. Uh, after I'm done grinding stuff, because like whenever we make a, a turkey, I'm going to make turkey salad. You know, and I grind a turkey. If if I make a big ham, I'm going to make some ham salad, so, and I'm grinding it. You know, so so you'll take and grind the turkey meat. Yeah, from a wild turkey. No, from a store bought turkey. Okay, yeah. So yeah. how about if I shoot? Because I'm planning on shooting a turkey, Tom. Yeah. And I just don't know what I really want to do with it once I shoot it. So how about I just show up at your that, it's your house yeah. with a six-pack of beer, and you can grind my turkey for me. That, that would be fine. We'll Yay. grind the turkey, or you might want to just grind half of it, you know, like a breast, one, you know, a half of a breast, and then because you might want to make uh, smoke the other half or something. I'm thinking the legs. That's are, what we could do. What? Smoke one half of the breast out in my backyard, smoke oh, the half of breast, idea. grind the other one, then you can put that in the freezer for whenever. And then what did Smoke. for your turkey burger? What did you use it for? Did you say salad? No, no. Oh, yeah, oh turkey salad. Yeah, yeah. What's you, that? you, oh, you, you grind the turkey, and then oh, Joe, he's shaking. He knows what I'm talking about. Turkey you salad. add mayonnaise, some very finely diced onions, maybe a little garlic, a little pickle relish. You know, add that all together. Yeah, turkey salad, and you make sandwiches out of it. Yeah. Joe here was or a dip. Joe here was just telling me that he's going to go deer hunting for the first time. Yeah, he's that's got exciting. The, and you actually went out and you shot? You, you already went out? I will be going the next time deer season. Yeah. Okay. That's his fault. But you said you're yeah. a good shot, right? Oh, yeah, I'm a good shot. What have you shot before then? Oh, what? Targets, targets with what yeah. kind of rifle? BB I'm gun? Not, no. Air rifle? 22? I don't know exactly. You don't know? No, I'm not that. Okay. It was an... It was a it was a rifle. Though. So Joe, I took uh, I, I think I said on the air my buddy uh, buddy's daughter is sixteen. They live in I, I I was best man at his wedding. We're old college buddies. You know we used to hang out and get arrested together quite a bit. And anyway, at his wedding, I told him that uh, I would someday you know take his kids you know fishing or whatever. So she came on up and she's sixteen. He. She caught a 20-inch bass, and then the next day we went to uh, the range at McMiller, and she shot a a less than a one-inch group with my deer rifle at 100 yards, just like you could put it in a 50-cent piece. She shot unbelievably good. Hmm. So, yeah, so I may take, end up taking her deer hunting if he wants to bring her back for the Wisconsin season. Well, you know what time it is, Danny? Um, Coffee time. But time. not only that, but it's Hornschwaggle time. And the Hornschwaggle is brought to you by Carl's Country Market. They're on Pilgrim and Silver Spring in Menominee Falls. You got If you haven't stopped there, you should. Uh, award-winning sausages, fine meats, all kinds of stuff, groceries. And also by Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. If you want to win a wonderful prize package from these two sponsors... All you got to do is call 799-1250 right now, and Danny, uh, he's going to explain it to you when we come back. But if you're a regular listener to the show, you know what a hornswoggle is, because I'll tell you what, I ain't, I ain't hornswoggling you.
What can they win, Tom? Oh, they're going to win a ten dollar gi- gift certificate. Is it going to be wonderful? Gift certificate. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. A ten dollar gift certificate to Carl's Country Market. They're going to get their choice of bait made fish attractants or uh, uh, Coleman insert repellents. Get the barbecue sticks or, when you go out to Carl's. Yeah, Country. those are really good. Oh my God, those are really. Got to really shoot good. another deer and bring it out there. Yeah. All right, folks, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Be a contestant. Maybe you, too, can be a lucky winner. We'll be right back with more on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. 799-1250 is our number. And uh, right now, we do have our Hornschwaggle contest still available. So if you want to give a call, all you got to do is I'm going to make three statements about the great outdoors. And you're basically determining whether it's true or false. Get two out of three correct. And uh, you will win a $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Market. Is it Carl's Country Market or Carl's Country Meats? Carl's Country Market. Market. And they also have uh, fishing bait there now. Yeah, they have live bait. They've got your basic fishing tackle. Which is at the gas station right next. All at at the gas station, yeah. Which is right next door, and there's huge, cool fish mounts on the wall. Yep. And who caught those fish? Paul. Uh, Paul. Paul, yeah. The owner of Carl's Country Market. He's it's named some... after his dad, who started it. Right. Was his yeah. dad a fisherman too? Oh, I'd see. I'd see Carl going out on Lake Michigan in his fourteen or sixteen foot boat. Really? He'd go out there, and it, the waves would be so big. It's like you'd see him, you wouldn't see him. You'd see him, you wouldn't see really? him up and down. Yeah, and he'd go out there and he'd catch salmon. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, quite the fisherman. I just got to remind everybody that. The prize contests on the Cutting Edge Outdoors are the sole responsibility of the Cutting Edge Outdoors radio show and its sponsors. Any questions or comments should be directed to guys at yahoo.com. And in addition to the Carl's Country Market $10 gift certificate, you can get your choice of a prize package from uh, Baitmate Fish Attractant. Mm -hmm. They got all kinds of flavors of, you know, fish attractant and uh, Coleman insect repellents. Uh, or you can request the first aid kit. Yeah. So. I was spraying that stuff, the garlic and salt one. I was spraying them on my plastic worms. I was spraying it on the frogs. I was sp- spraying it on the pop bars. I was spraying it on everything. Well, you know, I sprayed it on my kids. What the heck? <laughs> I'm going to bring it in here and spray it on you, too. What the heck? Tom's got it in his bathroom, and he like he, he sprays Under it in his arms. armpit for yeah. like Under deodorant. My arms. <laughs> oh, it's great stuff. <laughs> oh goodness! Well, we do have a contestant now. Uh, Nick is taking down his uh, name and address as we speak. We always take the name and address because yeah. uh, because most of the time people win. Yeah, yeah. But most, you want to know and what we happened? Want people to win. Who yeah. did? Who was our producer last week? When? Oh, Sam. Sam. So Sam wrote down last week's winner, right? Yeah. But he didn't put his last name. No. And for the zip code, it was one digit short. Oh, no. So I went, went on and Googled 
with that street address yeah, yeah. and that first name, yeah. and I was able to come up with the last name. Oh. Yeah. I'm thinking, how could somebody? <laughs> We're going to have to, I'm going to have to I don't know. rip him a little bit about that. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's like John used to, you know, when John used to write things down, he, he couldn't read it. <laughs> well, you could read it, but he would mix up the numbers. So if you had a number that you called and it was wrong, just try switching two of the last two digits, yeah. and normally it'd be right. Okay. Okay, who do you got, Nick? We got our friend Nick on the line from Pewaukee. All, All right. right. Hey, Nick, how you doing? Good. How are you guys doing today? Good, good. Doing good. Okay, so here we go. Uh, the subject is trout. Trout, because we just talked to our good friend, Captain Jason, out from Real Sensations Charters. And um, he's the guy you want to go with if you want to catch some trout and salmon on Lake Michigan. But here we go. Trout. Trout prefer... Between cold water and warm water, trout prefer warmer water. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? That is a hornschwaggle. Hornschwaggle. We got a ring. One, two, three. Steelhead and rainbow trout are basically the same species. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? No hornschwaggle. No hornschwaggle. Right, we got a winner. All right. All right. You know what the difference between the two is, though? <laughs> I, I really don't. The, the Lake Michigan one is bigger than the inland one. <laughs> well, basically, Nick, <laughs> bigger. a steelhead uh, trout is basically any lake-run, big body of right. water uh, rainbow. So... Your basic rainbow trout is your rainbow trout living in the streams, but for the ones that go live in the big lakes, um, like the Great Lakes, or yeah. even some of the brackish, uh, some of the uh, ocean-type waters, I think, some of the, you know, up by Alaska and stuff like that, oh, yeah. the big water, yeah. that then they call them a steelhead. They lose a lot of their color. They don't, they're not as bright colored yeah, like in right, the streams, right. and they got more kind of a... I don't know. They got kind of a grayish kind of green on their back. Maybe that's why they call them steelhead. I don't know. But they, but the rainbow trout, they still have that. Uh, they still got that pinkish line, you know, and some dots yeah. on them. But anyway, you want to go three out of three? You want to? You got a third one, Danny? I don't have a third question, so let's just roll right okay. along. So, with Nick, what would you? Uh... <laughs> okay, it's been a rough morning. Been a rough morning, boys. I had to get up a half hour early to get JB over here. So, okay, and not that I'm happy to see him here. So, anyway, uh, what f- you can either get that Coleman little uh, first aid kit, or you can get a combination of insect repellents and bait mate. What do you think? Oh, I'll do that. The combination. Do, the combination. Okay, okay, so what yeah. flavor bait mate do you want there, Nick? It's the, what do you got, the all-around or the general one? Yeah, that garlic and salt's yep, good. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one. Okay, garlic and salt, that's what I often, you know what I do too, guys, is uh, just for eliminating human odors, if I get like a lot of sunscreen and crap on my hands, oh, yeah. I'll actually yeah. spray some of that bait mate sure. on my hands, rub it around, put my hands in the lake before mm-hmm. handling my soft plastics, just to... It just seems to be yeah. maybe you're taking any foreign odors off, and then uh, as far as the uh, as far as the Coleman, I'll tell you what they got some they got some one as Tom likes to use that word wonderful a lot. They got the, <laughs> they got some wonderful type repellents. In fact, I got a sampling from them uh, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and they've got some stuff that has no DEET. One's got like eucalyptus and lemon, and there's another DEETless one that's 
And then they got the stuff with the DEET. What do you think? You want DEET or DEETless? Oh, I want DEET. DEET. I'm not sure about all the all-natural stuff. The all-natural stuff. Okay. It works that well. Okay, that's good. You're a man like the heavy chemicals, I see, huh? Okay, well, that's good. Um, so, anyway, what percent do you think you'd like? I, I don't know what they got, 20, 40, 100? Uh, pardon? Right the, 40, around, the 40 is the good Right one, around 40? Yeah. Okay, we'll request the 40 for you, and they'll get you something pretty close to that. So we got the info there, Nick, and we'll get that out to you. Thanks for listening, buddy. All right, thanks, boys. All right, okay, take care, Nick. Bye now. And, uh, and I hope he uses his $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Market wisely. There's no, there's no dumb way you can use it there, Tom. Not How can really. you not use it wisely? Everything's no. good. You can use you know, the $10 I, toward I, any kind of meat out there, yeah. and went, it's delicious, yeah. nutritious. I went out there high one protein. day. I went out there one day to get something else, and it was around lunchtime. And you were and hungry. You, no, and you should have seen all the guys there. They have special lunch menus. Oh, uh, for sandwiches and yeah, stuff? Yeah, like burgers like, and hot dogs and whatever. Really? They got so like a, all the construction guys yeah, come pulling yeah, in in yeah, their work the van or whatever that, truck? There was and, a bunch of guys waiting in line, and they were getting served quick. You know, I mean, it was fast. Yeah, because they, they, they don't have a whole lot of time. they got to get back up on yeah, the roof and yeah, get back to work or yeah. wherever. And uh, so they had a bunch of different things, you know, and guys were in line getting their stuff one after another. And, I mean, I, and you know, I didn't even know that. Yeah, and they, I think they got so, different brats. They got specials every week. I, or every day of the so, week, there's specials. You know, I so mean, I can so. see you getting in line to get a sandwich. Well, I didn't. I had to get something else. So. Okay. I can anyway. just see you going, oh, hmm. Hey, well, oh, that sandwich. looks good. Yeah. That looks good. <laughs> Is it free, Paul? No. Okay, forget it. I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> so I had heard that his father, uh, Carl, Yeah. Um, somebody had told me that he had been a big Lake Michigan fisherman. Oh, yeah. And that's why there are smoked fishes so great out there because Carl knew how to do it. Yeah, they got a big smoker out there. I mean, I, I, I've the best smoked fish that I've ever purchased anywhere was uh, Carl's Country mm-hmm. Meat. I took a big brown trout to him one mm-hmm. time, and I bought a twelve pounder, and holy cow, was that yeah, good! I'd they like... do a fantastic yeah. job. And you know, the secret though. If people want to smoke their own fish, if they got a smoker or if they're using an old Weber-type grill as a smoker or whatever, the secret to really good smoked fish is the brine. you got to brine it at least for four hours, if not overnight is better. you got to have a brine recipe and brine it first and then smoke Because if you smoke that fish without brining it, it's going to taste like, uh, I can't use that word, uh, crapola. We gotcha. can use that word. <laughs> yeah, it does not taste good. Yeah, it is not good. You got to brine it first. Got to. Yeah. So anyway, so that was about it. Yeah. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, you know, my son, Nick, he's got that bear license this year. So and what and we were told by a, a, a caller one time, he called up and said he took uh, a part of the bear's butt or hindquarter and took it to Carl's Country Market and had him smoke that bear hindquarter yep. and he said it was fantastic so i i recommend it to nick that's what we should do with well, part of it when i shot my bear uh years ago my uh my uncle had actually died the day before we were up there in douglas county and my dad said well he said uh your uncle would have in fact he called my dad at his at the hunting cabin right before he died we knew he was on his last legs 
He said, uh, Uncle Jim would have wanted us to stay up here and shoot that bear. So I shot the bear the next night. We took it to a place, a wonderful family-owned place up there. I've, I'll have to get the name out on the air sometime for his uh, reference. Took it there at 2 in the morning, told them that, hey, we had to get back for a funeral, and they had it ready the next morning for me. Wow. So when we picked it up in the hide and everything, they take care of everything for you. I got all the way home, and then they called me. They said there was one hind quarter that got left behind somehow. And I said, why don't you smoke it? And mm-hmm. they said, we can do that and ship it to you. And let me tell you, uh, was that great. They smoked and they cut it all into like bear bacon. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 